Social media, social club. Social media, social club. Social media, social club. <laughs> that was a different kind of. I went a little barber shop. Oh, yeah, like, I, I like that. There. I liked I like it. That. Nice. So, welcome to another episode of Social Media Social Club, uh, the podcast where we talk all things social media culture. My name is Josh. My name, name is Hannah. <laughs> today we've got content lead and zillennial <gasps> Louise with us today. What's a zillennial? What privileges does that give you exactly? Um, it means that I can be rude about both millennials and Gen Z because and what we need. I, yeah. I have none of the cool bits of either. <laughs> All of the embarrassing bits of both. Like I wear dungarees but I have said doggo in the past. <laughs> Fair enough. That's big if you to admit that. <laughs> That's big. You know, I'm aware of my own flaws. Uh, we're going to be talking about... What are we going to talk about, Hannah? Uh, yassification. Yassification. <laughs> this is... Welcome to the yassification of Social Media Social Club. Yes. <laughs> Today, we're talking about um, face filters and their impact on social media, their impact on people, all that kind of stuff. Yep. So, Louise, you kind of brought this, to- this topic to us. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Why did you want to talk about face filters? So, I think back to when we were in school and we were children, like, you know, because we're all kind of back in the day. Um, And I felt like we were a lot more aware about social media, the dangers of social media. Like, you know, that's how we ended up with those really terrible emails, like, cool boy, 94 at hot, because (laughs) you didn't reveal anything. And I feel over time, social media's gotten kind of more dangerous, more data, there's more things that are going to, like, mess with kids, but they're less aware and it kind of worries me especially when it comes to like filters and because I go on TikTok and I see these like you know 13 year old lassies waists smaller than like their wrist and people go that's not real and then the comments are all you're just jealous it is real and it's like wait do kids not know how to spot this stuff anymore mm. and I think it's going to have like a really bad impact on many people not just young people. Do you think there's any place for is it just like there's a problem with all filters do you think it was like is it just certain kinds of ones do you think? I think there is some fun to it like the one that made yourself look older there was mm-hmm. a trend a while back I mean that was just deeply horrifying for myself because <laughs> I didn't believe it and then I saw my own gran looking back at me <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god oh wait, oh wait how did they get that photo off of my gran <laughs> 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 and I've seen all these like you know youngins going like oh my god I can't wait to get to that age they look 35 at best uh-huh. and I looked haggard I looked, like I, I looked like I just came out of Mecca Bingo. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a rough, a really rough time. Mm-hmm. I think, though, like, that to me is really interesting because that was so well done mm-hmm. that it was actually, like, it's frightening, but it is, it is amazing that the talent that people have that are making these filters now. Mm-hmm. I think that, see when filters started, because I think it did start on Snapchat, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was just, like, such silly fun. Like, remember the one where you opened your mouth? And then Rainbow came out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that I really remember. And it was just, like, so fun and silly. And it was like, obviously, I don't look like that. Obviously, I don't have a rainbow coming out of my mouth. But then I, as I was showing you guys before we started this, I would not have posted a picture on Instagram for a while Mm -hmm. there without having some sort of, like, animal filter on my face for some (laughs) godforsaken reason like I cannot post until my ears are on and it's like a photo of me I'll maybe maybe give some of these to the podcast to put them in but 
a photo of me with like the animal ears but I think what I didn't realize I was like oh they make me look really cute but I don't think I've really realized what it was doing to my actual face mm-hmm. under that and then it was making my eyes bigger it was making my face smaller my lips bigger your nose smaller so it's like these things have actually the kind of face altering stuff has actually been there since the start but we maybe weren't as aware of it mm-hmm. then as we are now and I think there are obviously like some quite fun things that you can do with it and I think I'm actually interested in the behind the scenes of how people make them I've seen some TikTok videos of people making filters and like how they actually put that together and I think it's the people that are making them have some talent but I just worry that they're not putting their talent in the right place Mm -hmm. for making you know a positive space on the internet like I think there could be positive executions and like you're saying there was fun stuff about it like there is still fun things out there, but I think there's this creeping trend towards normalising not seeing your own face. And that's yeah. quite disconcerting that now the standard for a lot of people, and particularly young women, is that you should not look like what you look like. Yeah. And, you know, there can be the push that it's body positivity because it makes you feel good, it makes you want to post stuff. But it's this huge step away from body neutrality, which this is going into heavier topics, but I think, you know, it's just try to sell people stuff. <laughs> it's capitalism. Well, it's, it's, it's a bit like the the whole AI argument. Like, we it's it's amazing that you can do this technology. How is it actually benefiting the mm-hmm. consumer and dancers? To, it doesn't feel like yeah. it really is that much. Like, there's yeah. there's small incremental benefits, but the actual benefits people kind of saying you know with uh, you know filters oh it increases you know like it's, it's fun and it's it can increase your confidence. Yeah, but it's like a short term fix for ultimate. But it also it's terms, like with. Neutrality. And why is your confidence based on you having large dog ears or having cute written eighty times across your nose? Targeted. (laughs) I think though, it's if you are increasing your confidence with that, that's you're actually then taking away the impact that it has on others because then increasing your confidence through adding a filter and putting out a version of yourself that isn't necessarily true or real or authentic, the people that are seeing that are then like, oh god, yeah, that I don't look like her, and they then start to feel. Mm that so I think there is such a bigger issue than I know that people will use them for their own reasons but it's then if you actually do put that out there on the internet or you send it to people you are then part of the bigger issue where it's actually then affecting other people that see that image I think that's why it's so important for celebrities to have accountability and to to be held accountable for it and I'm not saying celebrities in themselves can't be victims they very much are when it comes to things like this but it needs to start with them because ultimately they're the ones with the platform like, yeah. like individuals can perpetuate it for sure, but like I think ultimately it gives people at the top that are affecting these things. It's like you said with the magazines, the, the legislation needs to happen. Yeah, particularly when it comes to, I feel like there's two main groups here. Like we're quite fortunate we're in that kind of middle group that, you know, the internet was a scary place when we were younger, but I feel like we were very digitally aware and aware yeah. of like the dangers, aware of like what could happen, and that's kind of informed our whole way we use the internet and use digital platforms. Mm-hmm. But I feel there's this very young group who are teenagers now, um, or maybe like early twenties now, and then there's the older group, and I feel like they're really the kind of unspoken victims of this. Young people, they don't seem to know that you can make a way smaller, to, like beyond anatomical possibility. Yeah. They think that's just how it looks. They're like, and look at the impact, baby Botox, lip fillers for your 18th birthday. There's like a huge uptick. And yeah. I pulled stats. I was pretty... Uh, give, give us I, the stats, I pulled guys. stats as well, but let's hear I've got no stats, so I so want to hear both of yours. According to a study by Patient Claim Line, 41% of Gen Z who underwent um, plastic surgery said that filters on social media partly informed their reasons for doing it. So essentially they're seeing themselves and they go, I don't like that. I, I see another... Uh, 
it was a 21 survey by Dove and it was 80% of teenage girls said they had changed their appearance in an online photo by the age of 13 um, which is quite sad yeah strange. it's it's sad but it's more because actually we have access to the internet at a younger age and to be like putting images of ourselves out at a younger age than probably yeah. we did mm-hmm. and if that is just the the norm and like what's expected like as soon as you as soon as you do it once and put a filter on your face once it does alter how you see yourself and how you expect to see yourself when you open a camera I often think um something that I find quite alarming is sometimes when you open TikTok to film a video there is already a filter on or there's already smoothing effects or it's already giving you a bit of like lipstick or something I know I've went to film TikToks with you Josh and I've been like my god man you are glowing and that lipstick is just gorgeous and I'm like but TikTok's just added that I didn't ask it to I didn't tell it to do that but it's actually it's sometimes I need to remove it It it's just automatic Automatically adding and like filter, which and, I think. And, and don't get me wrong. See if you're feeling a wee bit kind of like, oh, I'm a wee bit like I'm not quite looking as good as I like I would like to today, and yeah. I'm, I'm filming this thing. That's handy, you know. Yeah. Like it's kind of it, if, if there's just one wee blemish, but it's not a good thing to rely on emotionally. Yeah, I think uh, seeing that way, to me, it feels almost similar to makeup. So if there's certain things you can do with it, like it smooths your face a little bit because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I just want to have that look as if I have makeup on. I almost don't think that's so bad. It's it's more like saving money. I'm not putting my makeup on today, and I'm still able to do a video and feel confident enough. Yeah. It's when it changes your features. I mean, people it's, have it on all the time. Yeah, and you the can thing see is, it. it's just kind of an escalation of the things that have always. Been been happening and obviously yes it impacts men as well but it is an industry like the beauty industry just hugely targets women yeah and it's telling you there's something wrong with you and selling you a solution and it used to be you know the special k can you pinch an inch mm-hmm. if you had they told you if you could pinch an inch you had to lose weight and here's the cereal that will help you yeah and it's now they put a filter on you and then you go oh god and they go well, that's what you should be looking like here's fillers here's yeah face creams here's everything and it's similar to makeup and you know I'm not saying I'm beyond this I dye my hair I get my eyebrows done I wear makeup but is it a choice made in a vacuum is yeah. it purely like we say oh it's to make ourselves feel better but why do you not feel good about yourself without it in the first place mm-hmm. yeah, it's probably because someone patriarchy has <gasps> told has told you you feel bad without that and I think when you're an adult you are responsible enough to make these decisions for yourself mm-hmm. and you know, you can take the media, the, you know, there will be a level if you don't have the education. Like I said, this impacts older people as well. But, you know, you, you've got to deal with yourself if you're an adult. But there's like young teenagers and you see TikToks like my 5am makeup routine before school. And I'm like, that's sad. Like, yeah, you know, there's every, these kids going to school and I believe filters and TikTok and stuff is responsible part for this. But like, they're going there to educate, get educated, like, you know, go and change the world, make it a better place. And, Boys are doing it, but the girls are doing it with this other kind of layer of work on top of them. If I, do I look good while I'm doing it? Yeah. Yeah. And that they shouldn't have that burden. And I think it's our position as adults and especially us as like adults in the digital sector to really kind of reflect on what is the impact our industry and these platforms having on young yeah. people. Absolutely. I think that is like a really valid point. I think although there is a rise of filters, I have definitely seen that the change from like 
our generation being like the Instagram generation to now like probably more the TikTok generation is a big change between everything that I post is perfectly polished and it's mm-hmm. this perfect presentation of how I want people to see me. I do actually appreciate the way that the younger generation and a lot of people our age as well are posting TikToks because it's like I've had a funny idea or something's happened to me and I mm-hmm. just want to post it now and it's actually more about what I want to say and who I am in this moment than how I look and I love seeing videos like that where you can see that someone has literally yeah. just picked up their camera because something's happened and they want to share it with the world I yeah. think that's the good side of the way social media is going now where it's everything does feel it's a bit more authentic. authentic but that's where they get you right so this is where I think it gets really dangerous these filters because it is all about authenticity mm-hmm. and it's like it's a race to the moon because they're now trying to push to create filters that you know don't seem like they're there at yeah, all and they're not polished but they're slight improvements exactly. which makes them more believable and yeah. sneakier and I mean some of these filters I've put the ginger filter on before mm-hmm. and I'm like wow wish I was ginger and I'm like wait what is <laughs> like, like it, I am <laughs> and it's it's just oh they're all competing to kind of just sell you yes just sell I know it's yeah. so interesting I, one thing I like about TikTok is if you have used a filter in the TikTok app it flags it Mm-hmm. you can obviously yes. have used a filter elsewhere and then uploaded it but I think that is a good step in the right direction it's definitely not enough but I always find that if I'm looking at a video and I'm like god I wish I could look like that and then I look down and it says like yassification yeah. I'm like okay well I think yeah. as well it's kind of we're only becoming bigger, beginning to become to terms with like the the impact of social media yeah. like it's only maybe the last three four years that fact checking's become a big thing because suddenly platforms start to acknowledge that you know Politically, they have power. Socially, they have power. False information has power. And it's kind of the same vein of thing yeah. that mm-hmm. starting to realise, you know, this is having an impact on people disproportionately and young people and women and everyone as a whole as well, though. Yeah. And we should do something. I don't know. I know. I th- no, I definitely think there needs to be something done. And I think what you were saying around what can we actually do on our level? Because I'm not head of TikTok. I'm not going to be able to make this kind of impact but I think what you're saying around putting real people in your marketing I think that is Mm -hmm. that's a big focus now because it actually does just help your engagement it helps your growth like having people at the front of what you do but having real people and like seeing diversity and seeing yourself as you are in the images that you see online I think that is another really strong way for us to move forward where you're actually you're over you're over running it with something positive instead of mm-hmm. trying to enforce something yeah. negative like oh we need we need everyone to know that you're using a filter yeah. I would you much rather that we like use a positive force to I think a general yeah. move towards things like body neutrality as opposed to body 100%. positivity yeah. Can you just explain to the audience if so, you maybe haven't heard yeah body before. neutrality is the kind of stance of just accepting your body for being a thing that transports you about that you exist and having a completely neutral feeling to it it doesn't need to be beautiful it can be it doesn't need to be there's nothing wrong with it not being it's just being allowed to live in peace just yeah. just to know peace body. i think that's like just taking the focus away from what a person mm-hmm. looks like. like i think that is that is really it. i think the main thing with being on the internet is be aware of yourself protect yourself but also think about the impact that you're having on other people Mm -hmm. you do i think as an internet user you inherently have a responsibility to other people because anything that you put out there is going to be seen by probably hopefully at least one other person Mm -hmm. and that can have an impact on them so i think it is something that we all need to be more aware of hopefully that being on the internet does come with a responsibility yeah. So obviously we've spoken quite a lot about some really heavy stuff 
probably the, this is probably the heaviest episode so far. We <laughs> guys did light and breezy. In some like, ways. We always find a way to take it to the heavy. Yeah. And then way back up to the wild. <laughs> I know. So let's do that. Yeah, so let's take it back. <laughs> you told me, come with something silly and then gave me like body dysmorphia. I know, <laughs> it really, I'm so sorry about that, Louise. We'll talk about Coney 2012 <laughs> next time. I don't know if like a warlord is any more silly. I know, but that's the, that's the internet. But this is the thing, like when, often the thing that gets you out of that heavy subjects are quite often that people do to get out of these things is to kind of look at flip it and kind of like go take it up go in a more absurdist cartoonish direction yes and what better way to kind of do that than through yassification yes yes <laughs> yassification um for those who don't know what yassification is anyone I don't definition. have the dictionary definition have you got that in your I, I do actually is it um, probably is? yassification is to Take something that is not yes and yassify. <laughs> oh, right, okay, well, that makes so much that more sense. Really it's, like it's not like the Scottish yass, it's more on the, it's, I'm pretty sure it's like an African American thing. It started it's from, and then it um, became drag and yeah. then it became like kind of like LGBT. Yassification in its current definition basically means like. It's a big glow up, a glow a, up a, beyond a your imagination. Or yeah, like Let's put glow up to, in the inverted commas, please. Yeah, uh, a glow up that does not exist. It's done purely through FaceTune yeah, or Microsoft kind of, Paint. Yeah, like, it's taken the most, like, the ridiculous, like, like massive cheekbones, massive mm-hmm. chin, massive, do you know what I mean? Like, massive eyes, massive. Handsome butt. Squidward made glam. Yeah, like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Google yesification, you'll see exactly what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. But I think that's, that's an interesting defense mechanism mm-hmm. to. What is quite a, often quite a harmful subject is that yeah. this is how we deal with these things, isn't it? Like on the internet, a lot of the time. Like we need to take it to a fun, funny place because that's like that is the only way where you can actually start to deal with anything. I think in life, yeah. you, you can laugh, make a place of humor. Like make it cringy for Gen Z to use a filter because then they'll have like you know thirty five year olds going, oh yes, and they'll go, <laughs> oh my god, what's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think you've kind of got to take it. I think that's where filters and that kind of thing are more appropriate because it is so, it's, it's for comedy mm-hmm. at that point, you know, like yeah. it's, it's not, um, you know, actually trying to be, trying to make someone more attractive. It's just kind of going, here's these ridiculous beauty standards yeah. and let's, let's amplify that. to the most Yeah. And be. I think people are doing kind of funny stuff with it on like TikTok and stuff. Like there's been some trends which basically use those apps in a really funny we yeah, like use that type and of appropriate yes. Yeah, like yeah. all the, the Giga Chads, like yeah. jaw. And, and I think like I think that's where it's like you do just need to take it to a ridiculous place to almost prove to everyone how ridiculous it is. So then when you look at every level of it, you go, yeah, that is silly. But no. with all of that in mind, yeah, let mm-hmm. us breathe, let us laugh. I don't know if I'll ever laugh Are again. <laughs> I'm too self-aware yeah. now. <laughs> Are you ready for the final part of the show? In fact, yeah. any closing remarks, Louise, before you let go? Um. It's a very heavy topic, but I think the biggest way out of it is for us to make like Linda from Clyde Bank put it on all of her Facebook profile pictures and then it'll be forever too embarrassing and it'll just disappear. Nice. Perfect. Fair enough. Yep. Let's okay, that. so now we get into the fun part of the, okay. of the podcast and it is the quiz. So obviously yeah. we've spoken about yassification and that is exactly what your quiz is on, Louise. Okay. Now for audio listeners, I'm sorry. This is unfortunately one of those times, one of those rare times where I only a, a visual medium will do. I but can we all do a description. Oh, we are going to describe. We are going to oh, describe. Oh, is this a picture Ella? round? <laughs> oh, picture I've round. got a pub yeah. quiz tonight. This is like a warm up. <laughs> round one. Oh. Oh. Which, oh. and so the, the, the aim of this is to guess which celebrity <laughs> has been yassified here. 
So round one. <laughs> okay. Who do we think this is, guys? Okay, this one. Oh, I think I know this, this one. one. We've taken to absolute extremes. For I think so. It's, it's a woman with long brown hair, which is I, will say this I, I don't think this is a woman. I think this is like look at the pointiness of that chin. I think this is might be Timothy Tom Cruise. Sh- I think it's Timothy Chalamet. Oh, could be Timothy Chalamet. He's got that little like Victorian yassified schoolboy look. Yeah, and but extremely piercing eyes. Again, really dark eyes. It looks like if a ghost was yassified. I'll Timothy go Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. That is exactly. Oh, well done, guys. That is Timothy okay. Chalamet. To be fair, somehow Yassified, he looks less sharp. We'll definitely put all of these on the Instagram so you can follow yeah. along oh with us. God. Right, well, I instantly know who this is, but it is deeply, deeply, it's, deeply alarming. It's like a combo of that woman from 10 years younger and <laughs> the characters that, that used to be. Exactly this, like and do you remember the game IMVU? No. no. It was like a digital avatar game. It looks like, like a sim. This is combined the most with yet, like. So we're looking at a woman. <laughs> yeah, a, a woman, woman who could have who changed the United yeah. States of America. Yeah. <laughs> who has a? Do we want to take a stab? A white bob. Um, I'm going. To, well, we'll just go for glasses. It. A really slick looking makeup look, but is sitting maybe with some big gloves on that are not pictured. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, um, I think we all know what we're going for here. Yeah. Bernie name. Sanders. Senator yeah. Bernie Sanders of Vermont. That one's really scary. <laughs> that is really something else, that one. Yeah, okay. that one's a lot. The okay. next one, now you should be able to get this one. Oh. Wait. That's, oh, right. that's not yassified enough for me to enjoy. That just looks like he genuinely tries. This is yassified Ed Sheeran... I don't um, like the fact his eyes are going in different directions, so he's not focusing on anything. That's how realised, though. I'm not, oh. I'm not mad at Yassified Ed Sheeran, if I'm being perfectly honest. <laughs> he looks good there. Yeah. Like, right, that is Ed Sheeran, right there. That's good. I mean, well there's done. not many celebrities that have that hair, so it did make it a bit easier for us there. Uh, okay. Okay, last one. Okay. Nervous. Oh, God. Right, this doesn't even look like it could have ever been a person. This looks like it was... What's that? This um, looks like my attempts at art in high school. Yeah, it looks like when you used to be able to do like makeup oh, games online. I think I know who it is, and it's nothing to do with the picture of the person. Look at the little beams around the outside. Please don't tell me this is Jesus. <laughs> it's Jesus. <laughs> it's Jesus's balayage is sickening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That is a mad one to end on. Thank you for that, Josh. Uh, no problem at all. Uh, so, sorry to our audio I've listeners. Seen, I've seen God in his Please, please but go to Instagram. Sorry to our audio listeners, but you're welcome to our video listeners. Um, actually, also well, you're welcome to our audio listeners because that was frightening. <laughs> <laughs> so um, thanks for joining us, Louise. Uh, do nice. you have anything you want to plug before you go? Um, come to Sunshine on Leith. That's <laughs> the boy. Victoria Hall's November... 8th to 11th. Oh my god! Why is yeah. that? Are you, are you in that? Do you not do, I know I do theatre? I just casually talk about theatre. I do, time. but the audience might not. I do do theatre. I do do theatre. Um, do do. I do do. Are you going to be yassified on stage? I'm going to be English on stage, <laughs> well, if, if that counts. Is that just as an English person well, saying yassified Scott? English is yassification, you decide. That's for our audience to decide. Is <laughs> an English person just a yassified Scott? <laughs> <laughs> That feels like the clickbait title that we put on <laughs> the YouTube channel. <laughs> so, Wait, we need to do the screenshot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's us for another episode of Social Media Social Club. Be sure to follow us on 
Instagram and TikTok whereabouts, Hannah? Uh, we are at socialmedia.socialclub. That's correct. And like and subscribe Thanks. on YouTube if that's where you're watching. Uh, if you listen to us on streaming platforms, leave us a five-star review. That is very much appreciated. Uh, and yeah, that's all for another episode. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Do I wave into the other camera? Bye.